More and more, we are realizing the true power community has to lift up the human race in so many ways. We started this show to put the spotlight on community organizations, to highlight their contributions, and to share insights on the importance of community. Every week, tune in as our host, Stu Starkey, helps raise awareness around one of the most important aspects in all of our lives. Welcome to the Community of Big Hearts. Welcome back, everybody, to the Community of Big Hearts. Uh, this week, we have Rushmi from We Got This Canada. This week, um, in my research um, leading up to this, I got super excited again, as usual. But this time, I was just so happy and joyous to see what you guys have done, Rushmi, with your organization. So I can't wait to highlight this for our listeners and the good that you've done over such a short period of time. So Rushmi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having us here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming, and I'm glad you're feeling a little better. I know we had to push uh, last week's conversation this week, so anticipation has grown uh, over the week. <laughs> okay. Can, can you tell me a little bit about what We Got This Canada um, does? Sure. So um, We Got This Canada is a fairly new Winnipeg-based nonprofit. We started last year as a response to covid and we are serving low-income families, seniors, people with disabilities and mobility issues here in Winnipeg uh, through our uh, meals, hot meals and food hamper programs. Awesome. So wh when did you start exactly? It was March uh, 2020 when I started this with a Facebook group. But we actually incorporated ourselves as a registered nonprofit only in May. So technically, it's not an year yet, but we are very close to our first anniversary. You guys didn't waste much time, hey? Because no. <laughs> the news came out in March um, when this was going to be a serious issue for everybody in our community. And you guys got to work in March with your Facebook group. Amazing. Yes, we started right after we heard that i mean right after we anticipated that you know there are tough times ahead we started right then you know and it was just uh, an evening when me and my husband were sitting and we had a few experiences um that you know that things that we came across around us that you know we we, we were like we have to do something we have to get this community together there is no way we can fight it by ourselves and we have to do something so that's how you know we were just sitting and we thought there is not a better platform than than facebook uh, being social media to get you know create this awareness and get everyone on the on at the same place so you know that's how it all started so what did you guys do the the, the facebook group that you started um wh what did that look like and how did you start helping and, and getting people together See, the whole idea of starting this Facebook group was to create a platform where people who needed help and people who wanted to help can all come together and be in the same place. So when we started, I just added a few of my friends and family and, you know, people that we knew around in the city. We, we were, um, I don't know if you know, but we had very recently moved from the United States to Canada. 
Mm. Uh, and we were ourselves very new in Winnipeg. So it just started with a handful of people that joined the group. Um, and before I knew, I think it was just like the third day or the fourth day of me starting, me and my husband starting this Facebook group that we were already about thousand people. And the, yeah, the most amazing thing was there were people that, that were posting that, you know, they're struggling because uh, they are, they're losing their jobs. They don't have any income. Uh, there were a lot of emotional and, and mental, uh, you know, uh, struggles that people were having because of this, this onset of this pandemic. There was a lot of anxiety. So we kind of wanted to build this as a community support group where we could not only help people and share with whatever extra resources that we had at that moment, create awareness, you know, uh, create awareness about not hoarding stuff. You know, you remember around that time, there was such a big problem. People were just buying in bulk and the shelves were empty. I personally had this uh, experience when I went to this superstore and, you know, I saw this, um, uh, this young father who was crying, literally in tears, I saw him because the shelves were out of baby food and that shook me. And that was the same night where we started this Facebook group. So, you know, we just, we just thought that, you know, we want to do something before the world completely goes crazy. And because everybody was coming into that panic mode and that anxiety was building and building. So we wanted this to be a support group essentially where we wanted to share. And we saw such amazing heartwarming stories. People were, you know, there were people that were in need, but then there were so many people that wanted to help. And this kind of, you know, pro, this proved as a platform where people could connect. Rashmi, that is so amazing um, and beautiful what you've done for your new community uh, in seeing a problem, just being inspired by one moment of humanity um, and then trying to solve that problem. Uh, and you did it through the power of community um, and just creating a two-sided marketplace on a platform that's already created. Um, that's so amazing. That's, uh, I'm not sure if you've looked into or heard any of our podcasts recently, but um, we've started to announce that we're creating a platform that's going to help um, organizations like yourself create events, organize them, track them, and get um, regular volunteers. Well, to, that's amazing. Yeah, and and it came from a conversation with somebody that that I talked to that we were thinking about having on the podcast, and and his experience with organizing events, um, and his passion. Now, we um, in talking with other people, also in asking, hey, like, what do you do in the community? How do you help? There's a lot of people that do help, but those that don't never say, Hey, you know, I don't feel like giving back to the community. It's always, I, I, you know, I don't really know how, or I just don't have enough time to like find out how. So that's where, that's where our inspiration came from. And and it sounds like you just went and did it, which is so amazing. Thank you so much. But I have to tell you this, that it is not, it is not something that only one person can do. Um, I have always said I'm so grateful for all the love and support that I've got from the fellow fellow Winnipeggers. It you know this organization is for and off with our our um, you know our Winnipeggers. I mean this is this is for Winnipeggers and by Winnipeggers. So whatever I if you see me doing something or you know my husband, it's it's actually just the love and support that we get 
that we have received from the community. How many, how many volunteers do you guys have helping you? And I understand it's probably lots of um, people coming and going helping. Can you p- pick a number of volunteers that oh, you've absolutely. had over the last year? Oh, absolutely. See, like, I'll tell you, we started with about three or four people. And right now we are at about 87, 88, uh, out of which uh, about 25 are our core team members, a little more than 25 and the rest are volunteers. And I'm very pleased to say that, uh, you know, even these volunteers, they're not some, you know, these volunteers are not the ones that just come and go. Uh, We have really seen people coming and sticking around. So most of our volunteers who joined us have not left. And we take a lot of pride and, you know, uh, we're very happy about that, that, you know, people have shown that support continuously. Mm. And you guys are primarily providing meals for those that um, can't get them right now through uh, monetary reasons or like safety reasons. How many meals have you guys provided? So we have in the past, 11 months I would say we have helped almost 22,000 individuals Um, on a weekly basis we are helping about uh, somewhere close to 800 individuals through our meal program on a week in on a weekly basis so we have our Tuesday meal program where we distribute free pizzas we have our Friday meal program where we deliver these hot meals individually packed to uh, housings where there are seniors living uh, and there are people with mobility issues and disabilities. Uh, We have another program that we run on Saturdays. That's again a hot meal program where people come and pick up these um, hot meals. We have our hamper program that's once a month currently because of our limited resources where again, we pack these hampers um, and we deliver it to um, families at their doorsteps. Hmm. That's amazing. Where do you get the imp- like food and items for the hampers? So um, when we started, it was, uh, if you're talking about specifically for the hampers, when we started, it was uh, through um, donations from uh, ind- mainly individual donors. But now we have developed a lot of uh, partnerships with a lot of local agencies. So there are a lot of agencies that are helping us that have come out to help a new agency like us. We have agencies that I would like to name here like Food Rescue, Second Harvest, Leftovers, the Sign Foundation, Agape Table. Um, and these are just a few that I'm, I'm naming. We have a lot of individual businesses like great businesses, local businesses that are coming out to help us like Hobbs Bread. They donate us bread that we distribute every week. Um, you know, that's a very big component that goes in our hamper program. And we are very grateful, um, you know, to, to such local businesses that are partnering with us. Um, I have to say that other than the, lo- the individual donors, like I was just mentioning, partnerships with local businesses have, have proven of great benefit. Um, and, and, you know, I have some great names, uh, like for example, for instance, for our pizza program, we have three locations from Little Caesars that donate to us on a weekly basis. We have Pizza Pizza, two locations, actually three locations now from Pizza Pizza. We have Domino's that's coming forward, you know, that, that has been with us from the very beginning, I would say. 
Um, so, so these are some amazing local franchises owned by local Winnipeggers that have stepped forward and they help us every week. And it's, it's, it's so heartwarming to see that, you know, they, like this, this lady, I have to mention her name here. And I really want to say Carissa Pastor from Little Caesars. When I, when I first spoke to her, she just had, um, I believe one location. And then um, slowly she acquired the second location and then the third. And I'm telling you, I did not have to go and ask her to give us more pizzas from the other two locations that she that she bought. And she's the one who offered that, you know, Rashmi, I have recently bought this third, uh, this third location. I want to add some more pizzas to your program. So, you know, that really warms my heart. How how, you know, I don't have to ask, people themselves want to do this for the community. So I think what We Got This Canada has actually done is actually brought all these people together. We'll, we'll get a shout out to uh, our network for Carissa from Little Caesars uh, donating the community. That's, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> we, we think that um, we continue to believe that business is the best platform for social change and to help empower people like yourself who want to make a difference. So it's really important to get um, a spotlight on those people um, like yourself and, and business owners that are choosing to use um, the, the support from the community that their business gets to do good in the community, to continue to make it better. That's, that's really heartwarming to hear that. Oh, absolutely. Um, what, what gave you the, the courage to do this? So, like I said, lots of people I talk to, you know, want to help. They just don't know where to start or they just didn't find the energy and time to do so. What, what I, we heard your inspiration, but what gave you the courage just to start and try? My husband, I have to say that my <laughs> husband, and he would be very shocked to hear that I'm saying this because he, he thinks that, you know, oh, you know, like, like a typical husband wife relationship. Oh, you don't say thank you to me or whatever. But I have to say, my, my courage is my husband and my son. My, they are my strength and they are the reason I'm able to do whatever I'm able to do right now. I had a full-time job when I started this. And of course I had to quit because I loved what I was doing and I did not have the time to balance both. But you know, if it is not for my husband and my son, I, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing at all. It is, you know, they, they support me. My family has been such a pillar of strength every single day, uh, you know, that because it's like a startup, right? I mean, we're just starting up. There's, there, there is so much more to do in a day that I can even plan. And, you know, there are times when I, when I go back to bed and I'm like, oh my God, there's still so much that I haven't done. But, you know, that's where the, that's where the whole, uh, you know, the, fam the family strength and the family support comes into the picture. So it is, it is my family. And of course, yes, now my team members, um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've been very lucky. I love that. You didn't even have to think about that. I barely finished <laughs> my sentence and, and you knew exactly where that courage came from, who you're giving credit to. That's amazing. Uh, Rushmi, what, what have you learned through this process? Like you said, it, it's been uh, a little over a year, um, doing this now. I'm, I'm curious on your learnings from, from giving this a go and trying. I, I have learned that it is very important to care and share, you know, um, especially in times when we see a crisis happening around us there, you know, we have, we have a choice. We can either look for an opportunity to help 
or an opportunity to just ignore and just just go through our day the way we are going but i feel if we try and make a difference to at least one person's life that is in our network or in our circle um, that's struggling i think we can all make this world a better place together hmm. well speaking of that how we can all make this um, a, a better world together how can the winnipeg community help you do more uh, and get more out of this program so I'm actually looking for a lot of more partnerships. The demand has been on a surge right from the day one until now. I get more and more people approaching us and our organization because they need help. And that is where that's what breaks my heart and my team members heart because we are at a capacity, you know, we are a new organization. We have barely started receiving very little funding like we don't have any funding if i have to say that like it's it's very minimal so um you know we, we we are looking for local partnerships more adding more partners to our meal programs and our hamper programs so we can help more people that are seeking help we are of course in need of a lot of funds because we are a new nonprofit. we're just starting up there is there is a lot more that we have to, we need to do, but, you know, we are struggling. So, um, and of course, you know, if, if people want to volunteer in any capacity, we, we are always ready. Uh, you know, we always have that opportunity. We try to match their skill set with the volunteering opportunity so that when they volunteer, it's something relevant to them, to their skills and, and on their resume. So, um, you know, we, we try to, we, we try to be very conscious about that. But yes, if anybody wants to help us, if you are a local business, please step forward and get in touch with us. And we will try and figure out how we can partner and you know find ways to give back to the community. If you are a local agency, a charity already, um, you know, if you're if you are helping Winnipeggers with food or or anything else for that matter, please consider us. We can partner, collaborate, and do something uh, better or bigger together. Uh, if you're an individual donor, uh, we definitely need funds like any other nonprofit. So if you want to consider donating, please web visit our website or you can also e-transfer us at donations at wegotthiscanada.org. Wegotthiscanada.org. You guys heard it. Um, they can use funds, services, food, or volunteers. Um, I meant to ask this. I was listening to a video that, that you had put out and you were talking about how some of the, the, well, all of the grocery chains end up throwing out about one third of their food um, through spoilage and other reasons. Now we've talked about this a fair bit on the podcast when we talk to food banks and there are partnerships that, um, that happen out there. Have you started to reach out to some of those independent oh, absolutely. groceries? Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to bring this out. This is a very great point that you brought out. And I really want to get everybody's focus, if I can, at this minute on this amazing organization called Second Harvest. And they have this amazing app called Food Rescue. <laughs> so if you are a business, a local business that is throwing away the surplus that you have at the end of the day, please check this out. This, this is a beautiful app. This is an amazing app. You can go register yourself. And nonprofits like us, when you register, we get a chance to go and pick up that surplus 
and take it off your hands and distribute it to people who can really make use of it. So I would, I really want to say that, you know, I am, I'm amazed by what this organization is doing uh, through this app called Food Rescue. And this is an app that I am on and I have greatly benefit, benefited out of this app. And, you know, they, they have all these businesses that just throw this, throw the extra stuff and uh, it all goes to the landfills, but we get this opportunity because we see that there is this surplus in this, you know, with this, uh, with this business and we go and pick it up. So there are these businesses who are taking care of this, uh, you know, this, this issue, this problem, but I think the biggest thing is to create more awareness. So foodrescue.ca is that app and Second Harvest is that company, which is trying and working relentlessly to solve this problem. Amazing. If, um, if you ever need any need, uh, if you ever need of transport, um, let me know if you got a lot of bulk goods to transfer and you're not well, sure how you're going to get a, it. That is a very big need right now, uh, Stu, for us. Um, we really need a truck. We, we are desperately in need of truck, but like I said, we are short of funds. Um, that is something that is our immediate need. Um, you know, we are, I mean, I really want to make a post and put this word out there that, you know, if somebody can help us, we are in need of a truck because we do get food in bulk, which is being offered to us, but it is just, you know, a few volunteers who, who whoever is available at that minute that we can go and pick that up. But again, you know, our vehicles have a capacity. So uh, thanks for offering that. I will definitely uh, keep that in mind. And probably after the, this podcast, I would like to connect with you and see how we can get your help. Yeah, I would love that. You know, we you missed us by about three months. Um, we were talking to Scope, um, a great organization also out of Winnipeg, and they were in need of a truck. So we donated one of our uh, aging trucks in our fleet. Um, well, I hope we find somebody as generous as you guys so <laughs> we'll, coming out and helping us. <laughs> let, let's stay in touch. I'm sure we'll figure something out. And, and if you need something like once a month transported, no cost, we'd love to help. Oh, really? Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot to us at this point. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Um, Rashmi, the, the last question I love to ask to end the podcast is what's the kindest thing anyone has ever done for you? See, uh, I don't have a single answer to that because as I told you, I'm, I'm very grateful for everybody around me and I see kindness happening, you know, all around me uh different times uh, and, and a lot of times so um there is one act of kindness that i would definitely want to share here uh, which is a recent one um again very relevant to our organization there was this lady that i met through facebook when we started this group and she wanted to help us and help the community and this is right in the beginning when we started and we would just chat very occasionally and she would just keep checking on in on me, you know, how I was doing and how the organization was shaping up. And I remember talking to her once that, you know, we get these, we get offered um, uh, all this uh, uh, fresh produce and this, this frozen food that I would love to pick up, but I don't have any place to store it. And guess what? She, she, um, she just asked me, Rashmi, how much do you think a, a fridge and freezer would cost you? And I had no idea why she was asking and I just gave her a number. And the next day I know I, I see this e-transfer and she, she transferred me funds to buy a fridge and a freezer. Oh, 
and we we did a shout out on our facebook group for her she doesn't want me to take her name i've been asked i really want to take her name and <laughs> tell people who she is but um, you know this this was so amazing because i had i i never knew her i had ne- never met her um, you know it was just a few brief conversations and she did that for us so and it was so important at that time because you know it it made a huge difference we we added fresh produce and frozen uh, like meat and other stuff uh, in our hampers uh, all thanks to her generosity so you know that's a very recent one um, that i was very pleasantly surprised and very grateful for other you know and and of course there are a lot of other small act of kindness that keep happening around us you know i don't think anyone's surprised that's listening that kindness is all around you um, because you are sharing it with everybody rushmi you're one of the more energizing, passionate people I've met on this podcast. So thank you so much for the conversation today. Oh, thank you so much too. It was it was totally my pleasure. Thank you for having me here. Thank you so much for joining us on this community spotlight. If you're a volunteer or leader who knows of someone or is someone contributing in your community, we want to hear from you. Go to communityofbighearts.com and click the nominate tab and let us know who they or you are. We look forward to speaking with you. Thank you again for tuning into the community of big hearts.